The KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand, featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now. In one of the biggest surprises of the 2022 general election in Guam, Doug Moylan edged out the incumbent Levin Camacho to return to the office of the Attorney General. What does this mean for the government of Guam and the people of the U.S. territory? It is going to be an interesting term for AG-elect Moylan. That is the topic on this episode of That's It, That's All. You are listening to That's It, That's All with Sean DiMatato. You are listening to That's It, That's All. I'm Sean Gumatauto. The podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a Guam-based consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies company serving government and private sector organizations in the Western Pacific and beyond. Need a lighting solution for your building? Need crisis communications assistance? Ask Get LLC. They can help. Find them on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. Check them out today. Welcome to those listeners checking out the podcast in Hinesville, Georgia. Excited to greet those listeners in Yokohama, Japan, and in Amsterdam, in the Netherlands. 26 countries listening in. Can't forget the listeners right here on Guam in the village of Derido. Half a day to you all. Let That's It, That's All take you from one end of the island of Guam to the other. Remember to download the podcast ahead of that next road trip. Probably more for our listeners there in Dallas, Texas, and those places across America. As you sit down on your laptop or your desktop computers, or just ahead of that gym workout, where does this podcast sit in your workout routine? A huge thank you to our friends at RedCircle.com and pushing out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Also, That's It, That's All can be heard on the iHeartRadio app and on Pandora. We are proud to be a part of the KOAM Podcast Network, Guam's award-winning broadcast news and information source, and the multimedia home of original programming from all across Micronesia. Hit the like, subscribe, or follow buttons of That's It, That's All, wherever you get your podcast today. Do it right now. The recount started on November 23rd, 2022, and drug on into the wee hours of the 24th of November. When it was over, the Guam Election Commission certified a new Attorney General of Guam, Douglas Moylan. The Pacific Daily News reporting that he won the race over incumbent Levin Camacho by 39 votes. 415 provisional and absentee ballots were tabulated from the November 8th general election. That narrow margin means that AG-elect Moylan will sit again as the chief legal officer for Guam in January. Throughout the election cycle, Doug was firm in his stance that he would be tough on crime, contrasting all along the cycle that he would reverse the work of his opponent, A.G. Camacho. Now, for this podcaster, I recall when A.G. Camacho was first elected. He was a fired-up young attorney that ascended into a seat that many seemed pleased he was now in charge of, that office of the Attorney General. In his early days, many an attorney flat out left. 
His early days were filled with a revolving door of prosecutors and of other litigators. Many of those that left were not happy with the leadership of the then 40-year-old Attorney General Camacho. Many attorneys that I spoke with told me he was just too brash. Levin was trying to change the AG's office to maybe match those offices that many a one-time mainland prosecutor would be familiar. His attitude was humble at the very beginning. Camacho's demeanor didn't seem to match the political office that he had just won. Then the criticism and departures left him scratching his head. Also, his ambition did take off a bit, and it took just one off-island trip. I'm not talking about litigating a case before the U.S. Supreme Court. He and his office did have its share of those cases. It was his work with the National Association of Attorneys General. For the record, this group and its curious acronym, NAG, provides a community for attorneys general and their staff to collaboratively address issues important to their work, as well as training and resources to support attorneys general in protecting the rule of law and the United States Constitution. The 115-year-old organization is constantly collaborating, providing insight and expertise to all AG's offices nationwide to include the Guam Office of the Attorney General. Pick an issue. Telehealth capabilities for opioid use disorder treatment, consumer protection, PTSD of public safety officers, bankruptcy venue reform, many others. A.G. Camacho was right in the thick of the federal advocacy of NAG. All this while pandemic protocols were being questioned. Related COVID-19 procurements were questioned too. And crime was hitting print and broadcast headlines each and every day. The latter has had many hesitant to even leave their homes. Social media showing the dark side of a significant drug epidemic that seemed to lay the complete blame on A.G. Camacho. In fairness, this may not all be A.G. Camacho's fault. His efforts were admirable in some areas, like the introduction of crime victim reporting technologies, the Guam public auditor initiated public corruption cases, and environmental protection litigation victories. But it was all forgotten as the headlines each and every day had some crime or slime in it. A.G. Camacho had chances to modernize case management technologies in child support and prosecution, but was more inclined to chase national class action lawsuits. His staffing of the prosecution division was paltry, an important responsibility that A.G. Camacho seemed to have blown off. He had promised four years ago to aggressively prosecute repeat offenders of all crimes and importers and dealers of drugs. That was a promise made and then broken in this 2022 general election cycle. On September 29th, 2022. A.G. Camacho told the Guam Bar Association that crime is the number one priority on Guam and admitted that there is an issue with the lack of attorneys in prosecution, but took a huge step saying there are many other issues that need attention and action. At the time saying, quote, you can't turn away everything else. Close quote. On October 28, 2022, A.G. Camacho doubled down in another Guam Bar event including the University of Guam Public Administration and Legal Studies Society, in their debate, noting he did address the drug problems on Guam over the last four years, adding, quote, For the first time, we partnered with Customs to bring in four additional drug detection dogs because we need to focus on those who are dealing drugs and those who are importing drugs. 
the Attorney General has an obligation to look at ways to reduce crime, and if drug prevention programs and drug treatment programs are one of those, we need to absolutely support it. Close quote. The public statements didn't seem to be enough, at least for the very finicky electorate who appeared to disagree. It may have been his stance on public corruption, or at least the specter of public corruption that was out in the open, and journalists asked if he and his opponents could improve the prosecution of these alleged instances. He told the Pacific Daily News, quote, My administration has filed civil and criminal actions against government officials when they have betrayed the public's trust. I will continue to fight public corruption because I believe there is a distinct harm created when a public official abuses authority and commits a crime. The power to bring criminal charges, however, must not be abused to carry out grudges against political and personal enemies, which my opponent did when he was AG. Close quote. The negativity was seen in social media by those supporting AG Camacho's re-election. A very strange tactic, considering he was campaigning on both sides of the political aisle. That negativity may have cost him in the election booths. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. Just before the mandatory recount of votes in the AG's race, the Guam Daily Post took what could only be described as a political hit on AG Elect Moylan. The Guam Daily Post had plenty of those during the last nine months. In a November 7, 2022 article by Shane Healy, the young journalist would bring up the record of then-A.G. Moylan to include the reported conflicts that he had with former Guam Governor Felix Camacho during his first term as the first elected A.G. from 2003 to 2006, a transition spat with his predecessor Alicia Limtiaco in 2007, gun purchases and bird costumes, and his failed run for the office in 2018. All of the issues of the report are fair game. I could agree to that. But the way that the story was portrayed was not brought up a single time in the run for AG that started back in May. Not a single damn time. The report, under the guise of what Moylan accomplished in his first term, was not helpful in any way. The issues of the day are crime, crime, and crime. What the AG does to prosecute it was the single issue of the AG race. Nothing more, it seems. Yes, Doug Moylan and his teams successfully prosecuted the violent crimes that bubbled up over his term. A reported 25 public officials, to include a handful from the administration of former Guam Governor Carl Gutierrez, were also convicted of public corruption. Local laws were amended under his term, with his help to further protect the rights to speedy trials as afforded to us under the U.S. Constitution. But that was then, and this is now. The contrast between Doug Moylan and Levin Camacho were pretty much out there. Republican Party of Guam rallies featured this contrast in some way, the rhetoric of an unsafe and crime-ridden Guam. The Democratic Party of Guam told candidates for public office to stay away from public pronouncements on the rise in crime. If they hear this podcast and it is wrong, I hope they call me. They have my number. Single issues, hardly. In 2022, 
30 states and territories had elections for attorney general. The Washington Post reported on November 8, 2022, that the turbulent politics of the elections played out in attorneys general contests across America, defined by intense debates over abortion rights, democracy, and public safety. Many contests, they said on Election Day, remained, quote, too close to call. The Post quoted Marquette University political scientist Paul Nolet, who said that AGs have increasingly realized their own powers and have been a lot more prominent delving into such issues as the environment, immigration, health care, and guns. Nolet said, quote, just about every hot-button issue you can imagine, and that's given them an opportunity to collectively get more prominence. They are no longer simply another down-ticket race. Close quote. Those issues were headlines all cycle long here. What was the AG doing to protect environmental damage created by contractors in a Guam Power Authority's solar farm in northern Guam? Would there be legal action taken by the AG to scores of Chinese immigrants landing on Guam's beaches in northern Guam away from the normal ports of entry? Did AG Camacho and or candidate Doug Moylan clear up the idea that more arrests equal more crime or more drug seizures mean that there were more drugs to seize? How about that asking for more drug treatment would mean that someone would have to provide that said treatment? The answers or lack of answers or promised work just forced people's hands in the voting booth. There were many in the community that could not believe that the last four years meant a safer Guam to live in as the chief legal officer tried to paint a picture that Guam was in fact safer. A tough sell for sure. The strategy by A.G. Camacho to paint Moylan as a failed leader was taken as an affront. A.G. Camacho and his team could not think that the electorate was ignorant. Crime was just front and center on their minds and voted for that person that they believed could get this issue knocked down. There certainly was no mandate to Doug Moylan. He didn't win by much. But what the people are wanting is attention to the biggest issue of the day. We may get that with A.G. Elect Moylan. The real and present danger of crime needs attention, not just from the A.G.'s office, but all three branches of government. There is no print article or broadcast interview or statement that is going to change this. Go into any neighborhood in the U.S. territory today and they will tell you that crime is up. Guam is not like it used to be. There is a longing for the days of law and order. Fairness. The election of the Attorney General may steer the last point of fairness across all areas of this society much sooner than we think. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. I ribbed NAG earlier in the podcast. Well, they do serve a purpose, I suppose, though many in our island community may disagree. The organization published a 30-chapter book last year called the Anti-Corruption Manual, A Guide for State Prosecutors. 
It begins with an overview of different types of criminal corruption cases and ends with chapters describing non-criminal remedies available to address corruption in administrative proceedings or in civil courts. Throughout the manual, the authors address investigations, trial issues, common defenses, and ethical issues. One section provides an overview and analysis of state and territory criminal laws that are available to address corruption. It also compares those laws to their federal equivalents. I hope that A.G. Camacho's team had started reading the 600-page manual. I hope that A.G. elect Moylan will see this as required reading ahead of his swearing-in. Why is this important? It is a resource. Anti-corruption in Guam is not a new thing or a fad in the young newsrooms in Guam and Micronesia. There is much that can be said of the practice that puts the interests of the people in the back of the minds of public servants who would rather serve themselves. Lawmaking bodies around the world are taking this issue seriously, from Australia to Hungary to Moldova to Malaysia. It is about damn time the U.S. is giving this effort more attention. We all should. There were plenty of suggestions and social media posts and half-cocked news items that suggested that public corruption on Guam was alive and well. Sure, when things are not fair, you get that. This election was about that, too. I'm not saying on this podcast that A.G. Camacho was complicit in some effort to rip off GovGuam or anything like that. It is just that A.G. Elect Moylan has a history of taking public corruption down. His methods were questionable. Chalk up some of it to his youthfulness. All across the community is word of some scam here, some deal there. Plenty of hearsay, no evidence whatsoever. But the thought of public corruption goes hand in hand with increasing crime. Or does it? The start of a September 29, 2022 Thurgood Marshall Institute report titled The Truth Behind Crime Statistics, Avoiding Distortions and Improving Public Safety by Dr. Keisha Moore brought this podcaster back down to earth. It starts with this, quote, We all hope and deserve to live securely and safely in communities free from violence, whether by the public or law enforcement. Yet there are times when our attempts to promote public safety do more harm than good. Systems and processes that, on the surface, seem designed to keep us safe must be scrutinized to ensure they are living up to our values and standards of effectiveness. As we strive to improve public safety, We must allow facts and data, including the perspectives of people most directly impacted by policy proposals, to inform our solutions. Close quote. The 23 pages to follow examined three false narratives presented by politicians and the media to explain the 2020 nationwide increase in homicides, the expansion of bail reform, practices of progressive prosecutors, and attempts to defund the police. Their analysis revealed that the empirical data contradicts these narratives and that the data suggests that pandemic-induced instability and equality were the primary drivers of recent increases in homicides and violent crime. Data. What a novel idea. Guam's data in this area does not exist. Claims were relegated to counting headlines and bad news stories this cycle. Heck, even counting magistrates' reports in election claims. Well, this lack of crime data is most concerning. Actually, I'm worried about the reliability of the data. Discrepancies will follow. 
most of us are still waiting for the 2021 Uniform Crime Report for Guam. There really has been systemic misreporting here in this case. A lot of crimes go unreported in Guam. No shock. Our traditional centers for objective reporting have been compromised. Patterns in this region may not line up with other American communities' issues facing crime. Bottom line, AG Elect Moylan, please get to the bottom of this issue to help tell a more accurate story of the state of criminal justice in Guam. I could look at a Judiciary of Guam annual report to tell me more. I've grown tired in recent months with the excuses. The people of Guam have grown tired of excuses. There needs to be a back-to-basics approach to crime to help reduce it. Values are out the door. Social media is now where we all get our values, so it seems. The office created to enforce the laws can never get sucked into this compromise of values, whether it is corruption, drug abuse, or even speeding in our villages. We need toughness on crime. Whether AG Elect Moylan is that vehicle of change, we won't know right away. All of us need to look deep into our collective souls on electing chief legal officers that take care of the emerging issues of our day. Right now, these days have plenty of crime. But it wasn't always that way. Keep this in mind. When you hurt someone, wait for your turn to be hurt. Even if it takes a while, you will pay because it is your debt. Respect to. Our elected AG needs to bring back respect to the island of Guam. That's it. That's all. If you enjoyed this podcast, download, press subscribe, or follow us right now. More great content is on the way. Talk to you soon. The That's It, That's All podcast is produced by Sean Gamatato. Executive producer is Trisha Gamatato. Hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review. Thanks for listening. The KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand, featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now.